Hello, Mistwalkers. Welcome to Ravenloft, the demi-plane of dread. This is Season 3 of Tales from the Mists, a Dungeons & Dragons series full of love, inevitable betrayal, and gothic horror. Tales from the Mists airs on twitch.tv slash dnd every Friday at 6pm Pacific Time. Before we break your heart and dash all hopes, let's meet our unfortunate cast. It's me, T.K. Johnson, your dungeon master and favorite eldritch auntie. I write scary stories and I put them on the internet, and you can read them at my website, tkjwrites.com, or you can follow me on Twitter, tkjoinsthefray. My name is Lisa Penrose, and I play your heart-of-the-party Mercy Albrecht, storm sorceress and (sighs) heartbroken changeling. Follow me at Lisa Penrose on Twitter. I'm Kayla Klein, and I play Vosley Ava Mordenheim. Artificer, wizard, alchemist, and abyssal tiefling. You can follow me on Twitter at K A Y N C L I. I'm Ashley Warren, and I play the Wear Jackal Vistana revolutionary bard, Konstantina Afshalamov. Follow me on Twitter at Ashley and H Warren, or check out my website, scribemind.com. I'm Hadil Almasari. I play Vargas Blackstone, the drow who knows everybody's secrets. You can find me online at TwittySuch, T-W-I-T-T-Y-S-U-C-H. This episode also features special guests Willie Abiel as Jericho Amarash and Kat Kruger as Rapture. Follow them at the Willie Boo and at Kat Kruger on Twitter, respectively. Are you prepared? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Here comes episode 27, The Devil's Backbone. Welcome to Tales from the Mists, a spooky campaign set in the Domains of Dread. With me tonight are six adventurers. This is not a typical campaign. We have a rotating cast, which means we have four anchor members. That is Hadil, Lisa, Kayla, and Ashley. And then we have two rotating guests. That is Kat and Willie. I only have two episodes left with them. Anyway, our show. What were you looking at on your wrist? <laughs> your episode counter? <laughs> I have like a don't I have like character. a smudge like reminder murder guests, but it's all like Ludar. Ludar <laughs> guests. Ludar <laughs> guests. <laughs> yeah, so the last time we all saw each other, we were in the process of disembarking from that train as it pulled into Mudar, the city of spires, this beautiful glowing landscape filled with oases, palm trees, songbirds, flowers. It truly is a shining oasis in the midst of this desert wasteland. And as the ferryman express pulls up to the station, I know that Vargas found a letter in his pocket. Seems like people are getting all sorts of letters in this group. But I'll leave that up to you. This is a little thing we like to call downtime. How would you like to spend it? Being happy and nothing going wrong. Nothing ever will. Happy forever. Sure. (laughs) 
Now, Kat, I remember Rapture wanted to do a little something before you disembarked completely. Is that correct? That is correct. Um, I think when she steps foot onto the platform there, she's going to take a square of velvet and toss it down onto the platform, and it's weighted down with a coin. And she's going to unsheathe her bow, pull the fiddle from off of her back, sort of just tap gently on the strings, and look over at Constantina. And then she's going to proceed to start playing um, a song, sort of busking, looking over at Constantina, um, trying to encourage her to maybe show what she's made of as well. And I think, I think I imagine the song is something like similar to, um, like the devil went down to Barovia. (laughs) Tpeak. Yes. Well, (laughs) (laughs) as soon as Constantina hears the first note on a violin, she sees Rapture and assumes that Rapture is inviting her to also play. Okay. <laughs> um, which she gladly accepts. So Constantina also takes out her bow and her violin um, and is going to just try to join in to the song. Um, if it's a common fiddle song, that's that's kind of Constantina's like area of expertise anyway, is just you know, the, the commoner's music. So she will... Mm, precisely. Yeah, so she will uh, start to play along. And um, <laughs> Constantina definitely... She usually busks her way around Ravenloft. So I think she has some sort of... I'm trying to think what object would be like her her money collection <laughs> tin. Um, <laughs> I don't, probably just her... Well, she doesn't have a violin case. I'll just say it's like a little... It's like a little hat, like a little crumpled hat that she puts on the ground. Nice. So I think Rapture just wants to do like this back and forth with Constantina on the platform um, and just draw some attention um, towards them. I've never gotten to ask Constantina this question before, and I'm very pleased. Constantina and Rapture, how would you say that your musical styles differ? For Rapture, I imagine her... um, the the style is very like self-taught and i imagine the tunes like having a very like irish sort of um influence okay um so you know she she'll dance a little jig around the um the cloth as well very much a lilting tone to it upbeat sad songs i like it constantina yeah actually somewhat similar to that so constantina is very much self-taught in the sense that she learned how to play on her own but also from uh other vistana in her community uh where many play the fiddle it's kind of like a i would say to the ashalamovs that's like a common instrument that many people know how to play um and that she is not the most refined player um and that her violin um it has like a nice warm sound to it it doesn't have it it has a little bit of an edge to it because it's not like she's not a classically trained musician um but it's like a very warm and she's it's 
yeah, it's just like a nice warm sound. Um, and she also um, kind of dances as she plays, perhaps not in the same way that Rapture dances. Um, I think their cultural influences are a little bit different, but she's very much used to playing the violin as she's like moving about. Yeah, I I like this idea of the two of you sort of battling together or even dancing around each other as this uh, Irish traveler versus Eastern European Romani. Um, the the roots are similar, mm-hmm. and yet you cannot deny the different flavor. I would like both of you to roll me performance. So excited. Okay. I've been wanting to roll performance for so long. It's like, I have yes. a giant yes. boulder <laughs> Yes. I'm, I'm so ready. Yes. As a, as a crowd begins to form around you. Okay. Everyone needs to bless my dice because this is, I've been waiting for this moment the whole show. <laughs> and I have, that's the highest uh, skill that I have uh, for Constantina's performance. Okay. Rapture got a 23. Okay. I'm uh, 22. 12 plus 10. Oh! <laughs> <Yes>. oh. <laughs> but the rest of the group, as you see this crowd begin to form around the two of them, the the people of Mudar are... The only word I can describe them as is colorful, but not in the same way that Kartakis was, where everybody had taken on that... Vistani heritage as their own and their clothing and their attitude and the way that they dressed up their town. No, these people are colorful in that there are nearly no humans. Everyone here, it is obvious that they share either fiendish blood or extra planar and their skin reflects it, their mannerisms reflect it, their dress reflect it. This is an eclectic mix. And all of them are enraptured. How do you feel? Us? Playing? Or everyone else? The people who are not playing. Oh, Mercy is so excited that her friends are playing the violins together. Um, and she's like clapping and trying to dance to both songs at the same time. Okay. Vargas is trying to start like, I don't want to say like a bidding war, but like getting people to give more money because he benefits from this somehow. But like, <laughs> I'd like to think he just is using disguise self at will and is like, like, be like, I have money on you know, the, the tiefling and just like, trying to get people to okay so hyping yeah hype hype yeah (laughs) hype man (laughs) uh vasily is secretly super into this um but is just trying to like stand very very still with her arms crossed and pretend she isn't but she's like looking back and forth between the two of them which probably can't be easily seen through her glasses but She's she's pretty into it. She's sweating a little bit. What's her tell? <laughs> um, she's tapping her foot really fast. Yeah, she's tapping her foot. Does she yeah. have good rhythm? No. <laughs> she wishes she did, but she doesn't. <laughs> well, she tried. What about Jericho? So Jericho is taking a look at the crowd and kind of gauging their, uh, not condition, their status, I guess is a good way to put it. What do you mean by status, Jericho? <clears throat> do the crowd, the town, not town, city folk, city folk, city folk, 
look well-off? Do they look poor? Or... You are free to roll me perception. Cool. That looks like a 12. Uh, 12 perception. That's enough to tell you that you don't see any beggars, but you don't know if that's because this is a train platform and they just discourage that type of thing. Everybody, they don't look all noble, but they're at least artisan class. Okay. It could be the time of day, could be the particular platform, but you can't really read anything besides that. It's too early to tell. So then for the most part, they are focusing more on Rapture. How long did the two of you play? I don't know. A few minutes. I don't think we're like... (laughs) Going too overboard. Yeah, I think Raptor just wanted to uh, collect, uh, get the attention of enough people to, um, to show that, um, you know, she's from Club Knucklebone and it's embroidered on her um, square, um, and to let people know that they can find more of that at Club Knucklebone. And with um, the twenty-three in performance. As soon as you're finished playing, several people come up to you and ask you, Oh, is Club Knucklebone taking new new patrons now? For the right for the right patrons, yes. Oh, well, if if you could please pass along my application, uh and you have roll a D six. <clears throat> a four? You have four Definitely more nobility-type people pressing uh, parchment into your hands, and one of them slips you a little a little velvet purse as well and says, If you could please pass along my application. No, no, pass my application, please. Please pass my... Please speak with Madame Magdalene. I saw her in the, in the merchant stand last week, and we had such a good conversation. She said that I was top of the list, so if you could just let her know I'm thinking of her, and it's just a cacophony of people. <laughs> uh, she'll, she'll take it. She'll take the four and, uh, and just grab her little um her little coin square um before she finishes um her tune her last tune though she actually wants to cast a spell while she's playing um and she's going to be looking directly at Jericho and she would like to attempt to cast um charm person Could you do me a super quick favor and read me the the description of charm first? Sure. Uh, You attempt to charm a humanoid you can see within range. It must make a wisdom saving throw and does so with advantage if you or your companions are fighting it. If it fails the saving throw, it is charmed by you until the spell ends or until you or your companions do anything harmful to it. The charmed creature regards you as a friendly acquaintance. When the spell ends, the creature knows it was charmed by you. Jericho, does this apply to you? I believe it does. Yeah, it does. Okay. Is is your type humanoid? Yes. Then yes. Give it a shot, Rapture. Huh. <clears throat> All right. So uh, Jericho needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Please don't look at me that way, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> and the DC is uh, 15. I believe I have an 18. (laughs) 
Do I know that you cast this on me? If it fails, I think it only you would only know if the spell ends. I'm not sure. TK, would you... I think I'm going to look for your ruling here. The phrasing is questionable to me. It says that... Read that last bit to me. Uh, when the spell ends, the creature knows it was charmed by you. But if the spell doesn't take hold, then... I'm wondering if it, if he would know. Let's see. Jericho, will you roll me either Arcana or Perception? Certainly. <laughs> that is a 25. Sure. Jericho. Someone here just tried to enrapture you, so to speak. And they used this performance to try and do it. Rapture, would you like to try and roll deception? Yes. <laughs> you need to beat that 25. Oh my. Or Jericho will know that you did it. Oh my goodness. Just shy. 23. <laughs> <laughs> the most likely person here could very well be your traveling companion, Rapture. Rapture, what's your tell? Uh, I think it's uh, she. She might have missed a note as she uh, she looked over at at Jericho. For a brief moment, you can see their eyes kind of glow with that uh, starry purple, but then it stops, and almost you you can tell that uh, Jericho is slightly smiling a bit. <laughs> she uh, she winks she winks over at Jericho. <laughs> Shows teeth at that. <laughs> Do I ship it? (laughs) (laughs) Everybody is here. (laughs) Do I ship this? I think I ship it. (laughs) All right. And with this finished, at least the the performance beginning to die away and you taking uh, cards and applications and And discreetly palmed velvet bags of coin, what would the group of you like to do? The world is your oyster. Um, Mercy was going to ask Rapture, um, so you said that your employer wanted to talk to me. Is he the owner of this club, Club Knucklebone? Aye, and as you can see, it's uh, it's quite a popular place. Um, it seems very fancy. Um, do you do you think uh, that I should go talk to her right away? Or... Um, are there some errands I might be able to run first? Oh, you, you. If you need to take some time to run some errands, I'm. I can help you out if you want. Oh, you're so nice. Um, I want to go to a market. It seems like a big city, and there might be a place to buy things. And I like to shop, and I think that would be very fun. By all means, Vargas pushes an old woman when he hears the word shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like you're not even like moving through the crowd. You just like shove a lady over. <laughs> Tosses an old lady onto the train tracks. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh no. Perish. <laughs> Vasily would like to grab Vargas's collar and like pull him um, after he shoves an old lady and be like, you have all of my money. We need to buy materials so we can make you something to control your little issue that you have. We please go to, please go to a clothing store on the way. That why <laughs> why on the way back? I want to look nice. I I look very out of place here. Look at everyone. How the dress eyes. I 
don't I I'm the best I'm the best dressed here, but also I am uncomfortable. It's very warm. I am sweating and I my skin is very delicate and I need to make sure that I have the proper attire for this place. Well, you are a little smelly. I am a, see, look at my perfect That's being, gentlemanly reputation is okay. being ruined. Rapture. Mercy's being a little nice. You're very smelly. Um, <laughs> maybe you could go buy some clothes with Constantina or something. Just give me some money of my money and I will go buy what I need to buy. I don't need your help with this, but I need to do this if you want some help. Uh, I guess. I think I still have, like, Fossilies check. Like her. No, you stole all of her gold. You oh, have that's all right. of her gold. You have Vossilies You have my check. check. Um, I, have I think check. you have your check. Do you have I didn't check? have a check. No, you I did not. Because you didn't. You he didn't. took Mercy's yeah, check. I didn't show up to work that day. This was before I met the party. They all had checks from I know, something. I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Didn't clock in that day. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> well, I will. I will give Vasily back her gold. It will be very hard to part with it. And I'll just be like, don't spend it all in one place. You TK, does, it's for you. Does um, Rapture would Rapture be aware of the exchange rate for gold here? Is it worth anything? Rapture would be aware that gold has no value in the wasteland, but here they do use a an equivalent currency system to other domains. Rapture is also aware that there is a very large market plaza. Um, this city is probably the largest that anyone in this party has ever been in. At almost a million people as its population. It's a very large city filled with stone skyscrapers, floating pyramids, all manner of people and people-adjacent creatures. There are several banks that can exchange checks. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Finally. I'm going to help the old lady up. (laughs) (laughs) You do. She's very, she is very thankful. She has been lying on her back like a, like a little turtle. Terribly sorry. It's all right. Honestly, you'd be surprised how often it happens. The sales here are excellent. Black Friday all the time. (laughs) If Rapture shares that there are banks where checks can be exchanged, Mercy starts hassling Vargas. Oh, give me my check. Give me back. Give me back. I'm like trying to like reach into your pockets. (laughs) You're just like crawling on like and like picking. Yeah. (laughs) So I will hand and be like, would anybody else like something from me? Anybody else? Okay, good. I would like to go shopping now. Constantina, please take me to the nearest. Just take me somewhere, for goodness sake. I am dying. It is All so right, hot. It is really hot here. No one else seems it's to so, be suffering. At least someone agrees with me finally for once. Somebody has some sense. I am sweating. I know, it's bad. I've never sweated my whole life, Constantina. This is awful for me. I'm going through so much right now. Rapture takes some takes a fine handkerchief and uh, gently um, wipes it across um, Vargas's forehead. And just says, "Oh, my dear, you're you oughtn't be in this state. You're such a tall, tall drink of water, and you're sweating." I'm sweating so much, Rapture. 
<laughs> sweating so much. And then, like, I'll, like, on the side, I'm like, like, it costs you. Pete, I still have it. It's fine. Even when I'm sweaty. <laughs> he does not have it. He has never. <laughs> she she just, like, puts a finger on, on his heart and leaves him with the handkerchief. <gasps> what a Vargas move. <laughs> Vargas just got Vargas. <laughs> Mercy's going to open her pack uh, to put her check away. Um, and when she does, she sees that there's another piece of paper. Her pack is very well organized. And there's a piece of paper just like slightly crumpled and sticking out at a weird angle. And she's like offended when she sees it. Ugh! And she takes it out and it's like some sort of part folded up parchment paper. Mm-hmm. And she is going to open it up. She doesn't recognize this. She knows everything, every article that is in her backpack. Um, and she sees that it is a letter. I don't know if people on the screen can see it. See it a little. Yeah. Oh my god, it's a letter. <laughs> um, and she reads it and it says, My darling Mercy, Plotia is gone. We are in more danger than we have ever been. Protect yourself at all costs. Your friend, Vardgis Blackstone. Um, and Mercy's gonna kind of, like, look at the letter, kind of look up at Vargas, <laughs> kind of hold up the piece of paper a little bit and, like, point at it with her claw, questioningly. Like, why wouldn't he just tell her? Vargas, why wouldn't you? Oh, but, oh, oh, okay, okay. Um, and she finally gets the hint as he's, like, gesturing at her and she, like, crumples it up, then takes it out and, like, flattens it and carefully files it into her backpack. As you do look at Vargas, there's a split second when you really look at him. And that ghostly instinct to sense those who have passed kicks in and kicks out. There is no Claudia. Vargas is utterly without his ghost. Well, yes, that is because... I'm not saying this out loud. This is in my head. Oh, yes. That is because uh, we we ritually sacrificed that other man, and uh, Claudia is okay now. Everything is good. Vargis must be so happy. Uh, I would like for you to roll me a wisdom saving throw. Uh, okay. Um, okay. That's a single digit. I don't add anything. Seven. Three years ago. You were traveling, but when you came home, you heard of the Nartok Midsummer Fire. Over 200 people perished in that fire. A tragedy. Arson. A man was blamed for it, and he went to jail. He went to prison. Thaddeus Scratch. That name is so familiar to you now. And yet, this memory is gone before you can really grasp why Claudia meant so much. But everything is fine. There was no fire. There were no 200 victims. There's no vendetta. Everything is fine. Ah, I feel such a sense of calm and relaxation. It must be because we are back in civilization. It must be. What would you like to do now? 
Is everybody going shopping? Shopping, shopping, shopping. When was the last time you all ate? (laughs) (laughs) We, wait. No, we watched a guy eat chicken that one time. That was a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, you, you and I had breakfast with juniper that and yarrow so several days ago on the ship. <laughs> that was- <laughs> that's true you did you did have provisions on the ship and you likely ate at the wedding oh was yeah. it was it ghost food no the ship <laughs> was wasn't yes ghost undead food, food. Okay. there's probably an azure pinafore dispensary <gasps> we should do you think that maybe there's a place to get the azure pinafore Rapture, do you know if they have Azure Pinafore here? I think I have, like, three boxes I'm supposed to pick up. Does Rapture know of this place? Yes, you would know that uh, there's a Azure Pinafore um, subscription-style dispensary. You go in with an account, and you leave with items to cook your own food. Um, Rapture says, I, and where do you propose to cook this food? That is a good question. We should probably find somewhere to stay while we're here. Is there... Does this place have a tavern or an inn? There are many hotels here. And Club Knucklebone does allow for guests to sleep overnight. It has a kitchen, too. Mm. You can't hear me, Kayla. (laughs) 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 Rapture says, well, I... I suppose, you know, for for friends such as you, especially my precious unicorn here, um, we might be able to put you up. If I have so many boxes to pick up, we could maybe cook them all together and have a big party. If it's it's not, I mean, Club Knucklebone sounds very fancy, so I don't know if it's it's stupid to make little snacks for everybody. Oh, you don't need to worry about the lot of us, but, you know, you ought to feed yourself. Fun to go. Yeah. So if you're all going to the Market Plaza, it's not that far away, and there are many signs, streamers, banners, people in the streets. There are food carts, street vendors, restaurants, cafes. The noise is all-encompassing. There are people everywhere. There are people flying above your head in carriages without any horses. There are people walking on different walkways. And the thing is, is that these walkways also have bottoms that people are walking along as well. Everywhere, in every plane of this dimension, you can see... This place is so cool. The sky above you. It was bright blue. Bright blue. With a silver sun. Sky's a weird color. Well, not quite the middle of the night. It would be morning out in the wasteland, but the sky would still be red. Hmm. Vasily hates this place. <laughs> She's just like, Mercy's like, this is the best. And Vasily's like, this is the worst. This is... There's so many people. It's very bright. Oh, my God. Um, she wants to kind of wander off and try and find uh, the materials that she needs to make um, a gun for Vargas. The Market Plaza itself is about the size of Harmonia. Okay. It's all marble streets. 
and enormous alabaster statues, many of them with animal heads and human bodies. You walk past these reclining sphinxes that are hundreds of feet high. It's not hard to find gunsmiths here. Okay. In fact, projectile weapons like that hang on many of the hips of people who walk past you. I, I would like to see if I could find one to purchase that I can modify, maybe, since it seems to be something I don't have to build completely from scratch, but can maybe like upgrade or work on. You may be able to modify a weapon if you would you like to ask for directions or would you like to look around? I have to talk to people. <laughs> well, how else are you going to get around? <gasps> By just like grunting until someone <laughs> understands what I need. Um, yeah, I guess I will just kind of see some. Is there someone walking by with a particularly fancy looking piece that I can like just tap and get their attention? Roll me perception. People love when you just touch their guns. Yeah. Well, I mean the shoulder. Tap the shoulder, <laughs> not the gun. <laughs> just pull it to clarify. Right out of the <laughs> but you- <laughs> oh my god! Thank you. <laughs> yeah, roll me a perception to see if you can find somebody who looks like they might be in a good mood. Oh boy! All right. Um, sure. That is a twelve. A 12, you set your hand on the shoulder of a particularly irritable-looking man, but his face softens whenever you look at him. Really? <laughs> I'm just, like, mad at my <laughs> knee, but yeah. It, it softens in that he was annoyed somebody touched him. Oh. But it softens in that, yes, you are new here. I you smell like a tourist type of person. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry to bother you, but I am looking for somewhere to purchase a firearm like that. Do you, is there, can you point me in the right direction? And he'll look down on his hip and this man is uh, not as tall as you, about half a head shorter than you. Thin, black hair, a little on the greasy side with a stained apron. And, oh, you want, you want a pistol? Yes, a a pistol. Well, I don't, I mean, probably not like this one, though. This is, it's kind of a cheap deal. Um, I'm looking for, insert whatever Hadil wants here. (laughs) You haven't even talked to her about Marcus once. Yeah, okay. looks freaking cool. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say, Vasily thinks for a second and is like, I want something that is extremely flashy. Something that's... The more just, ostentatious, yes, the Yes, exactly. Yeah, like the, the... Just do you know where I can get one that's like very decorative, but still somewhat useful? Because that describes my friend... Ah, oh, shoot, darling. Uh, I don't know if I can... Mm, I'm trying to think about it. This is more of a heirloom. It really only shoots smoke powder. Well, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to buy that one off of you. I'm asking where I can buy another. Well, no, of course, but, you know, I gotta get it maintenance. It's, a, it's an antique. Uh, oh, you know what? 
uh, Nafra, she'll have something. Arcane Blacksmith. Up the road a bit. Okay. Uh, uh, now, it's a bit on the pricier side. It shoots magic stuff, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. I will go then. And she just walks awkwardly uh, away. Before oh. you go, could I interest you on this afternoon's deals? And holds out a uh, a little jar that's full of what look to be fried bees covered in honey. Uh, Trust me, you'll like it. I mean, what do you do with it? He looks over his shoulder and kind of indicates towards a, uh, a food cart. You eat those? Yeah. You eat the bees. <laughs> yeah. They're um, <laughs> many's busy buzzies. I feel like her stomach probably actually growls. Um, yeah. How much? It's a sample. Take it. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you look a little sickly, so. Wow, okay. Um, sure, bye. <laughs> she just walks away. <laughs> All right, take care. Away. Tell your friends. <laughs> she just goes into the direction of the gunsmith. <laughs> they taste like goobers. Oh, Gosh. boy. She's gonna eat them. Yeah. Have you ever had fried bees? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, legit. Have you ever had uh, fried honey covered like grubs or bees or anything like that? No. They, they taste like it? that's real. Yeah. Nobody eats those except for the people that do. Who want me? <laughs> I'm not trying to be exclusionary by saying that. Bees aren't for eating. Bees are be- for being cute and sticking their butts out of flowers. I'm sorry. They they aren't as like proteiny as like fried tarantulas, but they're they do have like a nutty flavor. Hmm. Why are we talking about just eat a freaking pizza pocket? My God. <laughs> yeah, it could have been Totinos. <laughs> pizza rolls in fantasy. Totinos, oh. please sponsor us. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Unless Totino's wants to hashtag sponsor us, in which case there are only pizza rolls. <laughs> it's all pizza rolls, <laughs> yeah. as far as the eye can see. Are you enjoying your time in the mist, you sorry soul? Follow the conspiracy at Mist Tales D&D on Twitter or visit TalesFromTheMist.com where you'll find our blog, a link to our Discord community, and other horrors. But wait, there's more terror. Add atmosphere to your Tales from the Mist time with a cup full of Lantern in the Mist's tea, blended by Friday afternoon tea. This green tea speaks of rolling mists with bright mineral essence. Green tea, flowers, and cool ginkgo come together to ease the mind while sparkling the spirit. Find Lantern in the Mist Tea at bit.ly slash lantern tea. I just want to jump back really quick to the rest of the group. Are y'all all staying together? Are you splitting up? What's going on? It sounded like Vargas and Constantina wanted to get clothes. I guess Mercy probably needs clothes too. I forgot. She's wearing a ripped ball gown right now. Um, so I guess I'll go with them. But I also uh, want to find a replacement gauntlet. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. So the three of you enter this marketplace plaza, and I imagine Vasily took off bullet line towards weapons. 
and the three of you start going more towards the softer side of this plaza, and there are stalls, carts, boxes, reams, just enormous car- everything, racks of silks, gauzy cottons, linens, all colors, iridescence, metallics, pastels, every color, and some that you're not really sure what that color is. Perhaps you need a different set of eyes. Can we get those here too? You can. There are people who surround you that have all manner of enhancements applied to them. You have never seen such an eclectic algamation of humanity. Some of them, natural tieflings, they give off that natural tiefling aroma. Sometimes brimstone, sometimes that chaotic scent of the abyss, sometimes neither. But others, you see people in sheer gowns that have the the heads of um, cows. And you also see cat-headed women and men walking around in large silk doublets. You see women with snake heads that are just covered in gold jewelry and nothing else. Vargas is like in heaven, even though we're literally in hell. There are three or four different buildings that you can see just in eyesight that have face sculptor on the on the sides of their signs. Face sculptor to the gods. This place is different. I like my face, so I don't want to be a snake. Marquis, do you want to be a snake? Uh, I have enough, like, you know, animal things right now. (laughs) I would be a cat person. That would be, you know, that could be fun for a day, but I feel like this is very permanent, and this, you know, this is fine. It's, it gets the job done, as it were. There is, there is it has been alluring, though, you know, these, just yeah, these, these cute little ears, yeah, you know, be kind of, be kind of, you know, fun. Is he beaskers? Cats shed, so. Not, I mean, what if it was one of those naked cats? Oh, I love those, they're so wrinkly. <laughs> They are kind of cute. Like, I I think they're very, you know, refined. They look... Mercy's gonna walk up to Vargas and just kind of, like, squish his face to see if she can tell what he would look like if he were a wrinkly sphinx cat. Oh! That's kind of cute. I don't know, I think. Smoosh, I mean, that's smoosh, cute. Roll insight. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? I just want you to... Eleven. Uh, what kind of cat do you think you look like with a with an eleven, Vargas? Oh, what's that? Oh, what's his name? Mister Bubs. <laughs> it's like it's like kind of he has like some sort of like oh, congenital Lil Bub. Lil Bub died. Okay. <laughs> well, I feel like no. I feel like that would be a lower role. Like, um, what's that? Have you ever seen the picture of those cats that like clearly like they like something went on and they have like two much hair fa- face hair and then they're like shaved <laughs> like <laughs> oh like like persian cats during the summer they get that like lion cut yes. yeah i feel like for 
I feel like for Vargas, if it had been a 20, like it would be like a sleek Ab- Abyssinian. But oh, yeah. <laughs> but for with sure. a 12, it's definitely a half-shaped version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, um, um, I don't think you should do it. No. I don't think you should do it. Or like one of those, um, I mean, it's still, I guess, little bub. What are they called? Norwegian forest cats? Like the really like severe Aren't looking like cats big, where you're just like, yeah, yeah they're like, oh, look, a cute cat. Actually, my mistake, ma'am. Have you ever wondered if you like shaved your head if you'd find out like you have a veered shaped oh, head? No, I would never shave. I my feel head. like you might. It's sort of that, but if you were a cat. Oh no no no! So I wouldn't do it. I would skip it. That would that would be awful. I would know. No, perhaps not. Perhaps not. Can I see what Mercy would look like as a cat? I feel like it would disappear little. <laughs> this is the rest yeah, of the episode. Insight. Hey, I promised y'all just a nice little downtime episode where nothing bad ever happens. Don't I get to roll insight with uh, advantage now? You do. You're like squishing my face. This is how and you're I'm gonna like, use am I it. cute? Yeah. yeah, this is how I'm going to use my face. Am I a cute cat? Yeah. Uh, so 17. Uh, 17? What do you think, Mercy? Um, I feel like Mercy is like the uh white kitten from Aristocats with a little pink bow. I love Mercy. Mercy looks like Marie. Yeah, but like the kitty still has like a little horn in the (laughs) Yeah. With the little pink bow on it. Like a unikitty. This is is really important to me now. What does Constantino look like as a cat? Let's both roll insight. Yeah. As you both both roll. Poke and pinch. I got a fourteen. Oh, eighteen. 18. Okay. Tell tell us what Vargas gets, and then we'll just extrapolate what Mercy gets from that. I feel like with an 18, especially like Constantina, it would be like... Constantina gets to pick. Oh, oh Constantina. That's sorry. Uh, um, I mean, I'm, she's probably like, you know, like a little feral tabby or a Russian blue, which I feel like is somewhat appropriate, just given the name. <laughs> she's uh, yeah. Okay, uh, and what does Mercy see instead of a Russian blue? It's going to be lower. A jackal. <laughs> it's just a jackal. <laughs> Am I a cat? Yeah. I, I, I feel like, like Constantina would be like one of those, like, now this is just turn like, who is the jellical choice? I feel like Constantina would be one of, like, those sleep- Oh, yeah. no, you've just made this a cursed <clears throat> existence. Who's working on the cat say you? It's a abomination reality is I feel like Constantina would be, like, a sleek- black cat but also in Vargas's mind and like who Vargas is it's, she's not a cat at all she's the vine of the greyhound that's wearing the scarf he's like oh my little babushka give me some beats have you ever seen that it's great I'll find it I'll have Jack Lincoln in the chat I love it I, I love that like I know we decided as a group not to say anything about uh, Jellicle like in a second but I I really do think that Vargas is um (laughs) Vargas thinks he's McCavity but he's really Mr. Mephistopheles (laughs) he's not even he's like freaking rumpled teaser oh wait (laughs) just making sure we're all okay (laughs) with bringing up (laughs) nope we have to drop the that's that's it. That's the rule. We're done. <laughs> anyway. I'm sorry. Um, so after we pinch and prod each other's faces, where would you like to start? I would just like to quickly say that Constantina is looking, she's they're shopping, but she's kind of looking for any sort of evidence that there would be a matchbook menagerie presence here. Hmm. Give me perception. And roll it with 
No, roll it straight, because you don't really know what matchbook menagerie propaganda looks like anymore. Flick my face. <laughs> uh. Oh, you do know what it looks like. Yeah, go ahead and roll it, because you have wanted posters. So, yeah. Just roll s- straight or? No, with advantage. I'm sorry. Yeah. With, like, you have wanted posters, and actually, Vincenzia talked to you at length. Um, 18. Let's see. With an 18... You don't see any propaganda, but it is while your companions are smooshing each other's faces and pointing out the beautiful serpentine women in the gold gowns, that is when you hear a particularly familiar tune on the wind. And it sounds very strange played on these instruments that do not have the same key as your violin, and yet the foundation is there. A Romani anthem. Somewhere in this plaza. Okay. There is a silk fender about 40 feet away from you. And a woman sitting on a wool blanket with a three-stringed instrument just plucking the main melody of this anthem good a place to start as any. Okay. I will... Hmm. <laughs> Trying to go about this a little bit smarter than I have in the past. Um, I might just... be. <sighs> I will just say... I will go up to her and just say a fire and fortitude and see if anything... If she reacts or anything. The woman sort of looks up and flutters her eyes at you and... Fire and fortitude, sister. Um, <laughs> Constantina does her normal awkward thing that she does whenever she <laughs> meets someone about the menagerie, which is vibrate. She taps the camel bone bowl next to her a couple of times. It has a few coins in it. I'll put a coin in it. She sets the bow against the strings again and begins drawing it slowly, but softly enough that she can speak to you over the music. How can I help you? I'm just looking to meet, you know, other people here. I'm new to this city. and just wanted to, you know, see if anyone from our group was here. She sort of peers at you. This is a safe haven for everyone. Even you, Constantina. So, okay. I mean, did you already know who I was when I came over to you? Are people, like, people still using my name? The word is, you are the only Constantina worth knowing or killing. Um, okay, well, I like The first part was good, and the, new, the second part got a little... You might want to bring it down a little bit. We are not alone in these streets. Is there... Okay. I'm going to return to my friends. I'm going to write you a note. And I will leave it with you. I appreciate your donation. I will do the same later tonight. Will you be, like, around here? Keep your matchbook ready. Okay. They cannot see outside of Harakir. All right, bye. And then I, like, run away. (laughs) 
She gives a very prolonged, flirtatious wave, picks up her instrument and the cup, and leaves in the opposite direction. Okay, I will return to my friends. As they're, like, smushing each other's faces, I just want to, like, quickly tell them, Oh, uh, things might be a little bit dangerous here. I've never been here before. I don't know anything about it. Some somebody might be trying to kill me, so you know we should just be like on on high alert, you know, as we're shopping. Why would somebody be trying to kill you? I don't know. Is it because of the sale, or sometimes sales can get that way? I, I, mean, don't... I don't. I don't. I don't think it has anything to do with the sale. I I don't know. Well, it's a good. I it's a better guess than I have because I don't know. Well, that's a weird thing to say, but. Uh, if we want to make you less recognizable, we should get you out of that, uh, that, uh, bloody vault account, probably. Something less conspicuous. Uh, probably a good idea. <laughs> I'm assuming what I'm wearing is covered in holes still. Yeah, oh, I yeah. can't believe that you are still wearing, how much was it, like 75,000 platinum? It, we didn't even put a number on it, I don't yeah. think. It's just like one of those things where it's like, ask Yeah, it was like price. 75k platinum, it was absurd. Yeah. Oh yeah. Rapture offers. Um, she says, "Well, I, I'm very familiar with all the stores around here, and um, if you're looking to blend in a bit, I can, I can show you a, a shop, and in Vargas, I can sh- show you a men's shop, and um, Mercy, if you wanted to come with me, I could put you in something a little more appropriate for the club." And well, Jericho, she winks over at him again. Not sure what uh, what your needs are. Have you any needs? I think I'll be uh, looking for a few sundries while you continue your clothing shopping. Hey. Well, I suppose we'll, we'll meet up with you at the club. Jericho, I want to focus on you for just a second before we jump right back. Jericho, hmm. what would you like to do? I almost want to go to church at this rate. It's <laughs> <laughs> a shame, wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sister Mary Mark. <clears throat> um, let's see. Yeah, I would probably end up rather Jericho would find themselves at a sundry shop looking for a few supplies, maybe some blankets, um, and a touch of glue. But then also be asking about for um a church or some sort of uh place of prayer nearby. Oh, and the shopkeeper, uh, older man, angular face, gray hair, dark ink, amber eyes, scratches neck, and what kind of church are you looking for? I don't suppose many people uh, worship Ilmata around here, but... Oh, uh, no, 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 we only got one temple. That'll work just fine. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, you go you go north for a bit. It's only about two and a half miles, and it'll take you to uh, Temple of uh, Temple of Mudar. The Temple of Mudar. Yeah. Thank you. It's uh, also our Hall of Justice, so if you're really into justice, you'll love it there. Uh, anybody, any any type of, you know, ill modern What is that? Service. Uh, justice is close enough. Uh, vigilance, maybe. But that'll work. Uh, 
uh, okay, you'll want to talk to uh, Priestess uh, Isu. Uh, Isu. She's head of the House of Horosites. She's the high judge here. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Two and a half miles straight north. Can't miss it. It's a big O, you know, pyramid. Head for the pyramid. Well, you know, the big one. We got. <laughs> yeah. Yes, thank you very much. Well, I, oh. well, I got you here. Uh, do you want to try our afternoon samples? What do you have? <laughs> oh, we got uh, we got some busy bees. We got some uh, we got some uh, coffee bean dipped scorpions. You want to try those? I would absolutely love a sample of scorpion. Thank you. Yeah, don't don't let the crunch fool you. They're real creamy on the inside. Here, let me get. I'm gonna oh. get two because I like you. I like your face. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, he hands two coffee bean scorpions over to you. Excellent. Coffee bean scorpions will cure exhaustion. I will save that for later. One letter. <laughs> 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 oh, now we want to eat bugs. Okay. <laughs> this is what it took? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will remember. I'm going to jump. Back to you, Rapture. Um, and it's not because I'm ignoring you, Kayla. I promise I'm not. I just haven't formulated out the arcane bat blacksmith in my head yet. Rapture. Rapture would like to take the rest of the group store by store and set them up with a clerk. Uh, I figure that she probably um, knows uh, some of the clerks from working in the area. The, yeah, the House of the Hatherites, which are the patrons of, I should say matrons, of Club Knucklebone, do an awful lot of community service, we'll say. It would be reasonable to say that you know most of the shopkeepers, and that you could probably get people a discount. So yeah, she'll she'll set Constantina up at a, at a shop, uh and specify um she'll talk to the clerk privately and um have words with with the clerk um and she'll also make sure that Constantina knows that you know the clerk is going to the clerk's going to set you up with um with an outfit that uh, that'll help you blend in um that's what you want and uh I shall move on with the rest of the group and get them set up at different different shops and uh shall we all meet back at Club Knucklebone okay Sure. I mean, I've never like actually bought clothes before. Usually, I just like make them, or someone makes them for me and my family. So, do I like give them measurements, or like how does this how does this work? Is it expensive? She looks over at the clerk. And I'm just like, <laughs> 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 the clerk for Constantina's particular shop is rather small, pleasant in appearance, but they have a, a countenance that in implies that they are easy to annoy and he's already <laughs> uh-oh adjusting small round-rimmed glasses uh on a jackal face and look i i would love to help you with your whatever this is so why don't you just get in the back and we'll start with measurements and try to fix this disaster that rapture has once again dropped on my doorstep rapture this will absolutely cost extra. Which one of you is paying for this? I will. I'll pay for myself. I mean, depending on how much. It you should pay for yourself. This is a tragedy. But don't worry. When I am done, anybody would Ooh. pay for you, and I mean that with all this love. Kiss, kiss. Oh, sure. I just, I'm just going with it. 
I accept whatever. <laughs> Rapture just waves and, and does the, the kiss kiss back to the clerk and, and Yes, kiss kiss. I I will see you mm, two ten days from now. You know we cannot miss our appointment. Ooh. I love spending time with you, Rapture. You are ugh. Get out of my shop before I get carried away. Go, go, go. You're, you, you go on. <laughs> and she's going to move on to the next shop and uh, help Fergus out. And she's going to set do essentially the same thing. Um, find a find a clerk, have a private conversation, and say to Vargas, "Handsome lad such as yourself um, ought to ought to look the part." And um, this clerk here is going to set you up. The... I'm going through so much. I am a mess. I am so sorry. I am... This is so much work for you. I am... I cannot apologize enough. Oh, no. I... No, I I would love to hear all about it. And she puts her hand on your hand. She's... My starry-eyed boy. Oh, please. You must tell me everything. Please. Tell me... Tell me every bit. And we will get you looking like the prince you deserve to be. Oh, Oh, don't worry. I will just and she like grabs your your jawline and jerks your head back and forth. Oh yes, yes, we must we must do all the. Uh, oh, we need to put the wave back in your hair. Oh, you will look like a prince. Oh, mothers with oh they will throw themselves in the street to keep their daughters from marrying you so they can get to you first. I promise. Oh, I love you already, Rapture. I I owe you so much. I owe you so much. Good luck with Mercy. She. You'll need it. You'll need it. Thank you, Vargis. <laughs> Rapture smiles and uh, and moves on with with Mercy, um, and she takes her to a shop that I think she shops at, so that she can get dressed up in some more fashionable clothes. The woman that runs this particular shop is a tiefling under the employee of Club Knucklebone. Perhaps a woman that paid her way out, we'll say. And she's set up a beautiful, flower-lined, small boutique. And she she pours a, a very spicy wine as she has her assistants prepare and sits with the two of you. Rapture, you simply must tell me everything. She is a green-skinned tiefling, blonde hair, three horns dotting her forehead, and when she smiles, you can see a hint of a forked tongue. Her name is Promise. Is this one of the new girls, Rapture? Oh, no. Just a just a friend I met upon the way. She's just, like, leaning forward on her arms and, like, practically falling forward. She's so enamored. Just a friend I met upon the way, and we're gonna have a chat with, um... Madame Magdalene soon. I wanted to get her um, geared up. Um, as you can see, she's had a bit of a mishap with um, this. Uh, yes, I was in a burning building, sacrificing an old man to death. Oh, mercy, mercy me. Look at you. Oh, it and happens. you burned an old man to death. How? Oh, no, I stabbed him. Oh. And also, I think my friend Vargis did something with a gas lamp. But uh, since the building burned down, but everyone was okay. And I'm so calm and relaxed. Everything's fine. She's got quite the talent, doesn't she? She does. And I, you know, I feel as though talent is not as appreciated as it should be. Magdalene would absolutely appreciate you. 
They're always so hard to train first thing out, but she'll be ready to go. What are you talking about? Is is this Magdalene? Is she in the Eternal Order too? Uh, Promises' eyes sort of blank a little at that, and she does a side eye to Rapture. Rapture just keeps smiling. You know, I think that I may have some scones in the back. Are you... Do you like Azure Pinafore? <gasps> yes. They have some lavender scones that I would love to bring out to you. And don't worry, they won't taste like soap. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm so excited. I haven't tried this recipe. I will go get them right now and be back with you in just a bit. Promise. Gets up and sort of hastily makes a retreat. And I'm just going to jump over to Vasily real quick, and then I'll bounce back. Vasily. It doesn't take very long for you to reach the arcane blacksmith, especially because there are large signs pointing directly to it. Didn't even need to talk to a person, did I? <laughs> Nofer's in Emporium. I would like to enter the establishment and... Like most other buildings around here, it's a white stucco with clay tiles. But when you get close, you see that this is painted white. That's important, because as you see this white on it, it is perfectly clean, whereas other buildings are covered with the dust of the road. You are in a desert after all, but this, she must do good business to keep it so clean. You step inside, the marble floor disappears to a dark wood flooring inside. It's cool in here. The place is lined with multicolored glass windows. You see a rather youngish woman. Short black hair cropped around the face. Wide blue eyes. Dark skin. And she's lounging behind a desk, turning pages in a book. Around her are... Different displays of weapons. This is unlike any blacksmith you've ever been to, where usually they are in the process of creating their deadly art. She is simply surrounded by it. Um, I would kind of like to awkwardly shuffle to the side. Um, she is very much not into talking to people and is one of those awkward shoppers at the stores that is like, please don't talk to me, please don't touch this stuff. But she starts looking around and she has in her mind kind of the image of maybe like a revolver that's kind of dark silver with like pearl inlay that's very like intricate and dazzling, kind of like if Vargas were a gun. <laughs> That's that's what she's like picturing in her mind and trying to look for something that may be similar. Roll perception. Okay. There are a lot of guns in here. Think of it as oh. a glasses shop for guns. Uh, ooh, I got a 19 plus 2. With a 21, it doesn't take too long to narrow in what you want. You see blunderbuss, you see pistols, you see long-nosed rifles. Things so large that you're not exactly... Is this a turret? Is this a cannon? How would you carry this? Unsure. But the revolvers are on the left-hand side. In their own cabinet. A few snub noses. few... 
pockets, palm revolvers, palm pistols, a derringer or two, even though derringer is not the word that I would use. And you hear the very large or very loud drum of fingernails on a wooden desk. Um, I want to look down and specifically, um, there, there's one particular gun that I know that Hadil wants, so am, am I allowed to find that gun? I will say that you have found it. Okay, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, <laughs> cool! <laughs> um, it's, uh, what type of gun is that? It's a pistol. Um, do you want to send it to me? Yes, I do want All to right, send it Alright, send it to me in Discord. I will do that. And whilst I do that, I assume I'm getting forced. I have to interact with someone, it sounds like. You absolutely have to interact with her because you have to pay for it. Um, I'm going to just, like... Just throw money at her and run. Yeah, look at the gun. Awkwardly clear my throat. <laughs> single bead of sweat runs down the side of my head as I am forced to maybe, like, initiate conversation with someone. So I will just... <clears throat> <clears throat> These are dueling pistols, by the way. Thanks, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> they're like they're like 18th century dueling pistols. Are you going to buy something? Uh, I would like that. She points at it. Are you going to take it out of the case and bring it up here? Or oh, do I, I actually have to get up? I, I'm sorry? I did not know I was allowed to do that here. You are an adult. Wow. Okay, um... So she does that. She takes it out and brings it up to the desk. You sure you want this? Um, I was until you just asked that question. Why? What does that mean? Let me see your hands. Okay. Um, she like holds out her gloved hands. She has like fingerless gloves on. The back? She flips her hands over. Make a dexterity saving throw. Is she gonna slap my- I was about to be like, is she gonna slap my hands? hate this it's like like high school it's just like tk it's just tk is the <laughs> wow i got a nat one I hate yeah it. she slaps the crap out of the back of your hands. <laughs> ah fastest gunslinger in the west are you they're not it's not for me it's not for me a gift Ow. no not a gift someone i know is just really terrible at controlling their magic and i thought that this would help they're bad at magic, so you give them a gun. Well, no, they're not. They're not bad at magic. They just need a focus that isn't shooting things and breaking all my stuff. Maybe a gun is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Nafra uh, leans back in this dark wood chair for a second, and you can you can do that. You can make this into a focus. Okay. Can you? Can I? Uh, I, I'm, pr okay, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm like 75% confident in myself, which so is not the correct scale in which to <laughs> quantify my confidence, so it is slowly dropping as I continue this sentence. Yes. She just stares deadpan. <laughs> so you are going to perform magic on this magic gun? Well, science. To Oh, so science will focus the magic. I'm going to perform magical science on this magical gun. Mm -hmm. And if it goes correctly, which right now is a C plus average, 
Then it will focus your friend's magic. Yeah. Can you... How much does it cost to get you to do this for me? You want me to do it for you. I don't know what I want. You're very confusing. I'm very disoriented right now. And she leans forward and she smiles. and Tell you what. I will let you rent my supplies. And you can give it a shot. So to speak. Oh, huh. Uh, okay, I got it. Um, sorry, I don't really laugh at anything or I would have laughed there. Um, okay, sure. How do we do that? Well, just come back for dinner. What? What does this mean? Where the- uh, give me- what? <laughs> she just- like, what do with hands? She just watches. <laughs> she just like, um, huh. Okay. Will I be done with this by dinner time? Done with what? The focus thing. Kayla, is it clear to you what she's offering? It is, but Vasily's like... (laughs) (laughs) She's offering you the... If you come back for dinner, she will let you use her supplies to make the focus. Oh, I thought she was asking me to dinner. She is asking me to dinner. crap! In exchange for her supplies to make the focus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Vasily's sweating, because Vasily and Kayla are both confused. Um, okay. Sure. Excellent. It's a date. Oh, no. Okay, well. Are you a meat eater? Hmm. Uh, yes. Excellent. Uh, 50 Electrum. For just the gun? Yeah. Um. (laughs) I have, and she like counts, uh, I don't, I have 402 gold. City runs on Electrum. What about when this is truly hell? (laughs) This is the worst. I tried to think of the currency that would make it the worst, and I was like, what if um, I made an entire city that only accepts money as $2 bills? This is the worst. <laughs> yes. This is the worst. Okay, so she's really sweaty. Like, my hands are physically sweaty. She's very sweaty. Calculate it later. <laughs> well, she's, like, math ladying right now. Like, should I cast suggestion on this person? <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else that you would accept instead? I just instead really... Instead of Electrum? Yeah. Sure. I'll accept something that's not money. Okay, what? For an item I made. Put my blood, sweat, and tears into. Yeah, so what would that be? What about exposure? You could tell all of your friends about it. (laughs) Before I know, I'll have the largest arcane blacksmith in town. Stop it! (laughs) Well, I have some things that other people made with their blood, sweat, and tears, and she reaches into her pocket and she has, like, the stone with the hole in it that Opal had, and she has a shield token with an eye in the center from the Psychomancer. She has this weird, small, handmade grass doll talisman. She has an old, desiccated scalp with, like, writing on it about the (laughs) crown that grants immortality. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) You're going to the pawn shop in Fable (laughs) 2. I'm... Yes, I have the feather token. I have a uh, polished agate ring and a stag family crest. Does the stag family <laughs> crest mean anything here? It doesn't, but that <laughs> ring. Oh, this ring? 
Yeah, when you pull out the ring, she'll actually look at that and take it from me. Bite it. Sure. Oh, okay. You'll... Duh. Well, this and five Electrum. Uh, okay, what about also... She just pulls out more pocket trash. Um, <laughs> What about this mystery key, which has a 5% chance of unlocking any lock in which it's inserted? Is that the one from your first adventure together? I don't know. It's a key. I it forgot is. It's to from know your laboratory. Can... The only door it opens is your lab. <laughs> no, it says any lock. I have noted 5% chance of unlocking any lock in which it's You're inserted. Right. And I think it breaks after that. Uh, but Give me a persuasion check. Okay. Take my pocket trash, please. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. Chat is like, do you want this? <laughs> do you want pocket garbage? <laughs> okay, I got a 15. <laughs> Finger gun. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay, Vasily think- is not equipped to talk to people. Let me see. Uh she she's a commoner. Okay, she got a she, she got a twelve. So yeah, she's like, oh, a magic key. Now that's interesting. You know, I bet I could distill this down and we could shoot portals out of a gun. Wouldn't that be interesting? Wait, what? Portals out of a gun. <laughs> and she takes the key. I kind of want okay. That's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> she just like whispers Maybe to herself. You can make the gun with her, Kayla. You know, it's an, a fun activity, a bonding activity. I said something about that, but then she didn't seem into it. She just wants dinner for All some right, reason. So, uh, come back later tonight. I should have some supplies ready for you by then. Okay. Uh, okay. And Vasily, like, walks back outside and I guess, like, oh, stands um, outside until nighttime. Uh, <laughs> before you leave, <laughs> before you leave and, like, Skyrim it up and wait eight hours outside of the she's, shop. That's what she's um, going to do. Before you do that, she's going to, are you going to wear that? Wear what? That outfit. Are you oh. that? And she just looks down at herself. I don't think her outfit got super messed up. Because no, she didn't, so. like, murder anybody. Um, I... I guess not. It's pretty flashy. Um, I guess I should sure? get some clothes. Wait, am I sure for what? I don't know. It's kind of nice. <laughs> I'm going to go get some different clothes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, I don't, goodbye. And she just like walks outside really fast. <laughs> All right. I'm going to jump back to rapture and mercy and then we're gonna go back around to everybody rapture and mercy rapture um after promise leaves she says to mercy you know what might be a fun idea um since you enjoy cooking so much perhaps we could um wrap up this errand real real quick and uh head back to club knucklebone ahead of your friends and um Surprise them with a meal. I think that is such a nice idea, and I really want to make those lavender scones. Perhaps you have a box waiting for you. Love it. (laughs) Now, because we all shopped for clothes, we're going to close out our shopping adventures by telling everybody what we're wearing now. (laughs) Yeah, we cute. We'll start with Mercy... Then we'll go to Vargas, then we'll go to Constantina, then we'll go to Vasily. We'll wrap up Jericho right after. Mercy. 
Let's see. I feel like Marcy picked up two outfits. Now knowing what the wastelands look like, she wanted something practical. So she has these like cute little explorers shorts that show and like her little goat leggies uh, show. And there's like a little spot for her tail to stick out. Um, and then she has like a loose like billowy blouse and then a little red neckerchief uh, that she wears. So she looks like, I don't know, like a desert scout. Um, but she wants to look fancy for Club Knucklebone, and Rapture is very fancy. So I feel like she's got, um, like a red dress with lots of lacing on it. Um, and if Rapture gets to be pearlescent, Mercy also wants to be shiny in some way. Um, so she has a red dress with lacing and shiny stuff on it. Yeah, there are definitely a lot of, um, we're going to go with the the sort of uh, embroidered mirrors, the mirror embroidery that you see in a lot of uh, nomadic desert clothing. So that's what we're going to go with for your, your shininess. It's on the shoulders like epaulets. It's trailing in circles, almost like lightning bolts along your arms. And uh, it drips and drops like raindrops down your the rest of your garments. That is so much cooler than I described it. Thank you. <laughs> Vargas, what do you look like, my fancy, fancy boy? Because you know this shopkeeper tried, like, 30 outfits on you. Um, so I think Vargas is going for simplicity. Um, so don't look good, though. Like, you can't fight crime if you ain't cute. Yeah, of course. Um, but also it is pulse hot. Um, so I think... A lot of linen. We need linen. Uh, but again, classy, black, <laughs> slimming. Um, he's going through a breakup, so he needs to mourn. Uh, but also, he just looks really good in black. So I'm thinking that he's just wearing like um, like a black linen tunic with like some rolled up sleeves. Um, and like, uh, I never know what, I never remember what they're called. But I can see the word in my mind. It's an Indian word, I think. Jodhpur? Oh, Jodhpur, type yeah. Of, yeah, type of uh, pants. Um, yeah, riding pants. Yeah, riding pants, essentially. Also, like, black uh, linen. Um, and just, like, a couple of, like, you know, different belts. He's just covered in belts at this point. I feel like he's just covered in belts. Very 80s X-Men. I like it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, yeah, I got, like, a couple of pouches. Looks very much like... Um, like a maybe nineteenth century North African like silk trader. Yeah, I'm very I'm very into this African Zorro look he's got going on right now. Very like, and the shopkeeper before you go out will tie like a silk scarf around your neck, just like mm-hmm. a, a sort of pashmina looking scarf around yes. your neck, and just like you're ready. I look at myself in the mirror for like ten minutes. I'm just like. You have this to go. The we are closing. <laughs> we are. We are closing. Like, this is the move. <laughs> Please. It's been 12 hours. I know. I'm so sorry. You are wonderful. You have created art. You're beautiful. I love you. I know. It's cried off all of her makeup. She's perfect. I love her. We're best friends now. I love her too. <laughs> Constantina. I had to pull up my Pinterest board to decide what I want my outfit to be. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, she's she is trying to get an outfit to fit in, so she doesn't. It's still 
fairly on brand for Constantina, but she has like a like a high necked uh like white blouse that has like poofy sleeves, but they come to like um like a fitted uh cuff around the wrist. Um probably fairly standard traveling pants. Um probably high waisted with some cool buttons on them. Um kind of like how her jacket was with the asymmetrical buttons, but it's on her pants now. Um and then probably some sort of scarf or embroidered accessory just to keep it constantinified oh yeah absolutely and of course your particular shopkeeper insisted was like yes and now we complete the look with these leather boots what do you think uh, yes I, those are i love them very nice they go to the thigh oh, goodness, yes <laughs> yes now you understand we had to Skin many baby displacer beasts for it. Their down is very soft, but you oh, like it. I'll be sure. I mean, they're already made, so I guess I can't really do anything about that now. In a way, they're almost ethically sourced. Um, you know, I have a very quick question for you that I hope I don't really know how to ask this. Do you, as a jackal, are you hot a lot? Do you feel like warm here? His ears immediately go to the side and down. I'm just, I feel like I'm warmer than usual for a reason that I don't really want to get into, but I'm just trying to figure, I'm just trying to figure out what might be the source of that. And I was wondering if that was like a jackal trait, you know? I am not a common jackal. No, I just, I don't really have anyone to talk to about this and I don't, I don't know. Okay, forget I asked. (laughs) He snatches up the baby displacer beast boots and stomps into the back room. Uh, I don't know what I, that's all, uh, I'm sorry. I, said good I, day. I just, I don't. I, uh, I'm really sorry. I realized that that was probably not an appropriate question to ask. I just don't. I truly don't know how to get any of this information. Okay, bye. And I leave the money on the counter for my clothes. Roll me a d20. 19. As you step out of the shop, you do see that same Vistani woman lounging against the side. Where is my note, little songbird? I got a little caught up in buying some new clothes. And then I totally, you know, put my foot in my mouth like I always do. Although I, I don't know. Did you hear what I just, what was going? Yes. It was very embarrassing. And she'll hold out a hand to you. I put my hand in her hand. All right. What? Need dexterity saving throw. I'm just oh! kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just playing. No, don't do that. But she will. She'll hold out a hand to you, and she'll put her hand on it, and she'll like when she looks at you, you see a flash of gold in her eyes. Thank God. I just I just wanted to ask some questions. Shh. I know, and things are getting very confusing, but you are running out of time. I just... The moon will be full tonight. If you can find me, try. But you do not want to be around anyone. The change your first time is violent, unpredictable, uncontrollable. You shouldn't stay with your friends tonight. I was trying to ask them about, where, where do I go? Oh, he's a cosmetic jackal. He wouldn't understand. I don't know how it all works. Do you need somewhere to stay tonight? I guess so. I don't really want to stay with my friends if I'm going to hurt them. 
and she'll kind of curl her fingers around your hand. You can stay with me if you need to. Okay. Shall I come with you now, or should I meet up with you later? Better now than later. We don't want to risk you rampaging through the streets. Well, I know. Okay. She'll lead you off. Vasily. Yes? Do you change your clothing? Yeah, I think she does go. Because <laughs> now she's... She does, I don't know. That made her very sweaty. So she does need to change because now she's she just got that all sweaty. So she goes and uh, tries to find a place to buy clothes. The um, shopkeeper with you is very um, curt, but helpful. What do you buy? Um, she just wants to buy something practical. Um, she has her breast breastplate now, so she buys kind of like a nice collared shirt and a little a little bow tie situation, bolero tie, and like um a nice like long duster jacket to put over top of all that that which goes over her breastplate. Just some nice practical pants. Just something very like dark and basic and easy to move around in. Nice. Do you return to Club Knucklebow, or do you wait by the Arcane Blacksmith? Um, I don't think she knows about... I think she kind of, like, walked off before they went in the direction of Club Knucklebow, so she wouldn't know to go there. So she would, And she would probably... She would just go, like, awkwardly, like, wait outside or near that shop and, like, kick the dirt and yeah, kind of, like, sit look on a around. Bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just be very awkward. Yeah. No, I get it. Definitely. Hold down the hold, hold down the start button and <laughs> can't believe Mercy Mercy is making a whole dinner for everybody. And two of the four have uh of two of her three friends, yeah, have uh their own plans. He's got a date, I guess. Mine sucks. <laughs> yes. It only takes about an hour of leisurely walking for you to reach the Temple of Mudar. An enormous ivory statement in the center. Blindingly white pyramid. The entrance is a long bridge over crystalline, clear water. When you walk inside, two guards snap to both with falcon heads. If you ask them about the House of Horusite or the temple, one will silently incline their arm down a hall. The rest of you, do you return to Club Knucklebum? Carrying three stacks of azure pinafore boxes. (sighs) Delightful. And when you reach Club Knucklebone, it is a two-story stucco house with red clay tile. And it is it is rather like many of the other buildings here, except that it is surrounded by a grassy courtyard and trees flowering and full of fruit. This is where you live? Matcha nods. I am. It's beautiful. And as you approach the door, Rapture, you can hear the familiar obnoxious tittering of some creature, this squat, round creature in an iridescent scarab-like carapace that waddles towards the group of you. Rapture? Oh, it's cute. Oh, but I thought... What? what did she... 
she's not here. No. Clonk, she's not here. And we'll begin an elaborate elaborate series of hand gestures into the shadows. Rapture, you have seen him before, and you have seen his brother as well. This tall, muscular, man-like individual. No skin, muscle and bone exposed to the elements. Over eight feet tall, a hulking creature that edges its way out of the shadows, carrying a tray, a silver tray, with six teacups. And it'll shake its head slowly. Well, Clonk, I told you she wasn't going to come. She wasn't going to come if she knew we were here. She never comes if she knows we're here. That's why we have to surprise her. That's why we have to sneak up on her. That's why we have to jump out of nowhere and just, you know, say, hey, mom, when are you going to come see us? And that's where we'll end for the night. You survived? How surprising. You must be a Mistwalker after all. Join our ranks at MistTalesDD on Twitter or visit TalesFromTheMist.com. Till next week, sleep well, Mistwalkers.